0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. It's a minimalist Monday Christmas edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 745, Giving the Gift of Christmas and Receiving Gifts from Others, both by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator reading to you every day including holidays obviously, just like an audiobook free of charge mostly from blogs, but sometimes from books, like tomorrow will be from a book, and always with permission from the websites. A Merry Christmas to you if you're celebrating. Can't believe it's already here. This is actually the third Christmas of this podcast, if you can believe it. I started this in December of 2015, so it's been around for two years, but now has had three Christmases, which is crazy. For now, let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. Giving the Gift of Christmas by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Quote, you give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. Khalil Gibran. It is better to give than receive. We hear it all the time, especially this time of year. But sometimes I wonder if we really believe it. We say the phrase as if the generalization is a foregone conclusion. We print it on bumper stickers and billboards. We teach it to our children, and we mutter it under our breath when circumstances don't go as expected. But in reality, the axiom is difficult to live out. We live in a world that seeks personal gain, even encourages it. And as a result, we want to make sure the things we receive are equal to the gifts that we give. But I think the statement does ring true. It is better to give than receive. This website stands as proof. The accumulation of possessions offers only short-term pleasure that fades quickly. On the other hand, generosity and giving offers a long-lasting happiness, purpose, and fulfillment. It is better to give than receive, and the stakes only get higher when we consider the themes of Christmas. Christmas, you see, is far more than pretty presents under a tree. Christmas is a celebration of love and joy and peace. These are the greatest gifts we can ever give, but they are often the most difficult, especially if we have not received them from others. We dig in our heels. We decide we will offer forgiveness, but only if they make the first phone call. We will show love, but only after they sacrifice something. And we may respond in goodness, but only after they start showing some kindness to us first. Suddenly, we fall into the same foolish trap believing it is better to receive than give. But the themes of Christmas should not be kept to ourselves. They can only be experienced when given away. Love. Christmas is a season of love, a celebration of sacrificing what we have to show appreciation to those who mean the most. And while expressing love to another may be the most beautiful thing we can ever do, it can also be one of the most difficult, especially when those who should love us the most withhold it. Love anyway. True love is not self-seeking. It keeps no record of wrongs and demands nothing in return. Joy. This world never allows for perfect circumstances, and those who wait to find joy in them never will. It is unwise to base our happiness fully on the actions of others. But that doesn't mean we can't bring a little joy into the life of another by the things that we do and the words that we say. We can still be intentional about spreading joy wherever we go. Peace. Family and personal relationships can cause conflict, turmoil, and stress at any time, but the tensions are often heightened during the holidays. Offer the gift of peace this Christmas by taking the first step. One phone call or conversation may not make amends for years of hurt, but it's still the first step that needs to get taken by somebody. Hope. Hope is one of the greatest assets in the entire world, is one of the greatest treasures we can ever find for ourselves. It is one of the greatest gifts we can ever give to somebody else. See the good in others, believe in their greatest potential, and encourage often. Reconciliation. At its heart, Christmas is a story of reconciliation. A baby was born to offer forgiveness to those who need it most. In the same way, the holiday season creates opportunity to offer forgiveness and reconciliation to those who need it most in our lives. We can take the first step, even before an apology has ever been uttered, we can lay the foundation for reconciliation that makes it possible. Goodwill. People may desire to harm us, but wishing pain and suffering upon them in response only compounds the hurt. Harboring resentment, ill will, and bitterness in our hearts allows their actions to control us indefinitely into the future. On the other hand, wishing goodwill upon those who hurt us frees our soul and it allows us to move on to better things. These are the themes of Christmas, and we should grant them freely. Maybe the greatest gifts we can give during Christmas are the very things we most desire to receive. Receiving Gifts from Others by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. An interesting conversation occurred with my wife last night when she informed that a good family friend of ours had offered to give our two-year-old daughter a large box of hand-me-down toys that her daughter had outgrown. Including the collection is a large wooden dollhouse. My wife was interested to see how I would respond based on our decision to become minimalist. As I began to think through what it would mean to bring in a large number of toys, I had a number of questions for my wife. Number one, are the toys something that our daughter will enjoy playing? Easy answer, yes, she absolutely loves dolls. That's her thing, playing with dolls. I can picture the joy on her face already of having a dollhouse to put them in. Shame on me if my quest to become minimalist would rob her of that joy. Number two, are the toys something that the other family wants to use to bless our family or just get out of their own house? We all know the family that graciously offers to give you their old treadmill or foosball table, not for the sake of blessing, but for the sake of removing the clutter from their own house. My wife assured me that they were genuinely hoping to bless our family, even to the point that the daughter ran up to her excitedly to tell about the toys that she had picked out for us. Number three, do we have toys that we can remove from our daughter's current collection to make room for the new ones? Absolutely there are many toys in the toy room that my little girl has outgrown or no longer has an interest in. We will sort out some of those toys and remove them to make room for the new ones. I can't wait to see the joy on my daughter's face when the new dollhouse appears in our toy room. And I'm very grateful for the wonderful family whose generosity will bring her that joy. Thank you. You just listened to the posts titled Giving the Gift of Christmas and Receiving Gifts from Others, both by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. I hope whether or not you celebrate Christmas formally that you're having a wonderful time. It means a lot that you're here listening to the show. I'm doing my best to bring you content that I truly think will help you optimize your life. I hope it's helpful and I wish you all the best for these holidays and into the new year. Have a great start to this new week and I'll be back tomorrow with a book excerpt. One of our regular authors has a brand new book coming out which is super exciting. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.